of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. No organization has devoted more consistent effort to making this planet we live on a better place than National Geographic. Today is Earth Day, so we reached out to the good folks at National Geographic to talk with award-winning National Geographic explorer and photographer Brian Skeary, author of Secrets of the Whales, featured in the May issue of National Geographic magazine, The Ocean Issue, which is available online at natgeo.com. Just look for Planet Possible. Happy Earth Day, Brian. Happy Earth Day, Dale. Great to be here. I just want uh, good Lincoln listeners to know that you and I have another National Geographic connection, and that is our mutual friend, Joel Sartori, whom we've had on the radio many times. Absolutely. Joel is a gem, for sure. Yeah, he's a character. We love our Joel Sartori. So there are there are so many amazing discoveries and accomplishments coming from your three year epic journey to over 24 locations around the world and so many firsts. Let's start there. Start with the beluga whales and the discovery that they give themselves names. Yeah, that is a, a, a bit of a discovery. And again, you know, we're, we're sort of celebrating and giving visual context <clears throat> to the work of scientists who have, have dedicated their lives to figuring this stuff out. So, you know, during the production of Secrets of the Whales, yeah, this paper was published that shows that beluga whales do give their calves names. But when they're first born, evidently, they are given the name of their mom until they begin to actually speak beluga speak. In the beginning, like a human child, they're just speaking gibberish. But once they form the dialect and know how to talk with the rest of the whales, then they get their own name. And, you know, this is, is a perfect example of what Secrets of the Whales is all about. When I created this project, it was based on the science that is revealing that whales, like humans, have rich cultures, that within genetically identical species, they are doing things differently, and they're passing on that ancestral traditions to their offspring. And to me, that's a, a bit of a game changer in terms of how we see our connection to the natural world. Mm -hmm. Another first, Brian, whales showing cross-species adoption. Explain that to listeners. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this occurred, and, and it's a scene in, in the four-part series on Disney+, Plus, Secrets of the Whales, uh, which debuts today on Earth Day. But, um, you know, th these are two polar species, the narwhal and the beluga whale. Somewhat similar, they, they are related, but they are very distinct species. And although over the years you might occasionally see, you know, a pairing of a, of a beluga and a narwhal, We've never seen, to my knowledge, this species adoption. So this narwhal, for whatever reason, had traveled quite a bit south and was in the territory near the St. Lawrence River where there's this population, this culture of beluga whales. And 
it actually became part of the family. It was taken into the fold, and this cross-species adoption, as you described, lasted. It wasn't just for a couple of days. It was over years where, where this animal has become part of that family. So, you know, I think it, it just speaks to a whole different level of appreciation for these animals that we may not have had before. We don't know exactly what they're saying, what, you know, how are they communicating with one another, but, but clearly something is going on there that, that's pretty amazing. Well, Brian, it, it, again, I'm looking at this from a, a very shallow viewpoint compared to the expertise that you and, and scientists have with whales, but it, it not only shows a, a sensitivity, but it shows an emotion. It shows yeah. a, a, a love. It shows the need for um, an adult to take care of someone else who is younger and in need of help. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of human characteristic going on here in a whale. Yeah, no question. You know, another example that I talk about in the book as well is it occurred with sperm whales in the Eastern Caribbean in the waters near Dominica. And the scientist that I was working with has identified about two dozen families there that all speak the same dialect and they belong to what he calls a clan. But uh, several years ago, this one family had a, a new calf and I should also point out that it's very important for these animals to have female calves. These are matrilineal societies. They are led by the older, wiser females. So having a female calf is important for the future of that family. Well, they had struggled to produce a female calf. They had only had males, and the males had died, and they were in, you know, getting into a bit of trouble. But they finally had this female calf, and she was doing well and at you know two or three or four years old she started to finally dive on her own hundreds of meters deep was foraging on squid she no longer needed to nurse from her mom she could catch her own food and then as luck would have it bad luck she became entangled in fishing gear there was a fishing net that got wrapped around her her tail she could no longer dive and it looked like it was going to be a disaster for that little whale well the family uh, closed ranks, joined up around her. The mother began producing milk again, so it was nursing the, the calf. And then another family joined up. They formed sort of this much bigger family, and they all were very protective of this young whale. Um, it looked like she was ultimately going to lose that tail fin because it was going to slice through over the years. But in 2018, we went out there, and, and lo and behold, the net was gone. Uh, we don't know if the rest of her family was able to bite it off or what, but nonetheless, this whale had you know, been able to survive and was now diving again and feeding and doing everything on her own. But it goes to your point of this community coming together and protecting one of their own. And, and you know, I think there are so many reflections on human society here. Brian Scarry joining me, award-winning National Geographic explorer, photographer. Brian's book, Secrets of the Whales, is also a four-part Disney Plus original series directed by James Cameron and narrated by Sigourney Weaver. The awe-inspiring look at the mysterious and beautiful world of whales premieres today, Earth Day, on Disney Plus. Uh, take us a little deeper into this world of whales, uh, the world in which you lived for three plus years, and the health of their environment, the, the, the status of the oceans, Brian. Well, that's a really excellent point, Dale. You know, I've been, as I said, diving for 44 years, and, um, you know, I've seen such degradation occurring in the world's oceans. Um, in, in just the last 50 or 60 years, we humans have taken 90% of the big fish out of the ocean, the tuna, the billfish, the sharks. 
We dump 18 billion pounds of plastic into the ocean every year. We have lost more than 50% of the world's coral reefs. And the ocean is the greatest carbon sink on our planet. It takes in more carbon and gives us back more oxygen. Every other breath that a human being takes comes from the sea. And yet we have dumped so much carbon into the atmosphere with fossil fuels that the ocean's chemistry is changing. It is becoming acidic. It is eroding anything with calcium, which means coral reefs or little seashells or pteropods, baseline sources of food for so many other things in the ocean. So when you consider our relationship to the ocean, even though we are terrestrial creatures, when you consider that every other breath we take comes from the ocean, commerce depends on it, and recreation, and all these other things, and yet the ocean is dying this death from a thousand cuts, we realize that we need to do a better job. We have to be better stewards of this planet. So Secrets of the Whales, while not overtly about conservation, it's really a celebration of science revealing these human-like traits in, in these ocean animals, but maybe it will pay that dividend. Maybe it, it is going to be the greatest conservation story, because if we see the ocean through the lens of culture, we will maybe realize that we need to do a better job, that we're not alone on this planet, and, and that other things depend on us. And how about, whale, how about whales themselves, Bryant? Numbers, mm. uh, health, ad- adaptation to the human right. fingerprint? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, 150 years ago, we were killing whales globally, you know, the Yankee whalers and Moby Dick and all of that kind of stuff. And today there's just a handful of nations that still engage in in commercial industrialized uh, whaling. And and that's still very harmful, of course, to many of these species. But, But the bigger problem are these other anthropogenic stresses. So at the top of the food chain, whales, like humans, are absorbing everything bad in their environment. So, you know, I have this this in the film and in the book where we see an orca mom carrying her dead calf in the Norwegian Arctic. This was on Thanksgiving Day. First time I was away from my family and I woke up that morning wishing I was home eating turkey, but I went out on the boat and then got in the water and saw this terrible situation, you know, this funeral procession. Now, we don't know why that baby orca died, but we do know that there is a very high mortality rate with orca calves because of the heavy metals and pieces CBs and chemicals that the mothers absorb in their their you know these toxins in their tissues and they pass them on to the calf in utero. So there's a very high likelihood that that calf died for that reason. So those are some of the problems that whales are contending with. They get entangled in fishing nets. They get hit by ships. Ocean sound is affecting them. The ice is melting in the Arctic. So belugas and narwhals world is changing rapidly. There'll be ship traffic in the Northwest Passage that never used to exist. So all of these things are changing. And, it, you know, we can, we can do it in a better way, I think. That's the message. We are at a pivotal moment in history where maybe for the first time we understand both the problems and the solutions. And we just need to, to move toward those solutions. Brian, as we talk here and wrap it up on Earth Day, uh, there are so many things that people can do. But Nebraska, landlocked as it is, far, far, far away from any ocean uh, our view of whales is uh, is a is a vacation trip somewhere. Can you make helping the whales relatable to Lincoln, Nebraska listeners? Anything, any baby steps that can be taken here on Earth Day that that might help? 
Absolutely. You know, whether you live in Lincoln, Nebraska, or, you know, Los Angeles, or Maine, on the Maine coast where I live, um, the ocean affects your life, as I said, every other breath. So it does matter. And I think, you know, being an informed consumer and an informed citizen really does make a difference. You know, the choices that we all make, they may seem small, but they are impactful. So, you know, what you choose to eat impacts you know what is the carbon footprint of the food you eat if you're eating seafood might there be better choices that you could make you could download a seafood watch card from an aquarium or national geographic and see what species are better you know it's hard to keep up with this stuff but if you make a little effort you can do it you can choose not to use single-use plastic containers have a stainless steel water bottle that you refill or try to eliminate plastics in your life wherever you can you know be an informed citizen vote for candidates that believe in science and conservation. I mean, these things do matter, and we're, we've got a window of opportunity, and that window is closing. So I think everybody has some responsibility in this equation. And here's two things you can do, enjoyable things you can do. Uh, get the book from award-winning National Geographic explorer and photographer Brian Scarry. It's called The Secrets of Whales. You can find it online, natgeo.com. Look for Planet Possible. And also today, a four-part Disney Plus original series directed by James Cameron. It's uh, a, a, a television version of uh, Brian's book, Secrets of the Whales, directed by Cameron, narrated by Sigourney Weaver. And it is available on Disney Plus today. Brian, it's been a joy. Thank you. Happy Earth Day to you. Thanks so much, Dale. It's been a real pleasure. Do what you can, folks, on Earth Day. I'm Dale Johnson.